different sounds for six albums for one artist. RZA's run had him uh, with multiple artists, which is less difficult, uh, less difficult feat to craft different sounds. Yeah, I mean, because you get different energies with different people. And this is one person creating different energies with one other person. Uh, 007 says the Magic series is better than the KD series officially. All right, well. It, it is. It's kind of like, like Jordan Bulls teams. It's like, well, you know, Magic 1 and Magic 3 are probably two of the best three of the six. And so that would be why. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I think three is what's breaking up like Magic 1 and Magic 3 from being 1 and 2. And there are some people that still feel Magic is better than KD3. You know what I mean? On a pure hip-hop level. There are. A-Train yeah. Super Chat says, So far I have no tears on repeat. Can't wait for the video to drop with the drum squad uh, in the background. With the drum squad in the background. This is what I was talking about, Mike, the perspective on the tears. It's just like, who else is doing that? Yeah, man, from a writing standpoint. From a writer's standpoint. Like, he's not just the MC's MC. He's a writer's writer. Um, He's a thinker. And how about this? Oh, you know, remember when we were just talking about, like, you know, like, MCs have, like, I like how we got the superhero song. Mm-hmm. Like, our MCs have, like, superhero qualities. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. some of them are, like, like for somebody like Big, Big's tangible superhero qualities, it's like you can see him, you can hear him, you can feel him. It's the voice. Right. It's the, the delivery. delivery. It's the versatility. It's, like, obvious. It's blaring. Nas's, like, superhero qualities, they're more subtle. It's his perspective. It's his writing skill. It's his execution, actually. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He might be the best, might be the best executioner on the mic in terms of like the ability to think on a high level about something conceptually, and then like the actual ability to like write it, but not only write it but deliver it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. That's something that necessarily pokes itself out because that's something that's mostly done before it ever makes its way to you. You feel me? Right. And so it's hard to see. And so what makes this so special is, is that, no, he's still showing flashes of what his best qualities are this late. late, And that's what makes this album so great, Mike. He's our greatest storyteller. It's like, well, there's more evidence. You know what I'm saying? He's our most introspective and reflective and nostalgic thinker. It's like, guess what, Mike? There's more evidence of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like, this is what I mean. It's like, he really got in got into a bag on this album of who he really intangibly is as an artist. And he's continued to improve. He's, yeah, go ahead. To make him great, he just did. Like, at 50. Like, the little things, not the big stuff. Like, all the little stuff. He's continued to improve on his model. And, um, and he was always leagues ahead of his peers, or a good step ahead of his peers. When rhyming and being a lyricist was really really important now it's a lot less important and he's continued to improve on that model so now he's really really standing alone i mean this like i we thought when we heard magic and we heard kd3 that nobody had made an album this great this late but it's like i mean well somebody has it's like he has like my, my guy andrew andrew hit me up and he was like, has anybody else made two of the five best rap albums in a year? Like he just did. I was like, yeah. I was like, he just did with KD2 and Magic. <laughs> insane, man. I mean. I like, Absolutely absurd. Yeah. Test one, two. Test one, two. I like to write a book on the Cayman Islands. I like to stay cool in the sand. <laughs> Go over. See, that's I, I like to really off the top of the head, and it's a longer process. I could just, it's just a feeling. I'll show you a little bit how I really record in the studio. All right. You can play the track again. I think details are important. Each year, beach chair, bumware, looking like I don't care, somewhere, 
came announced, maybe write a book. It's crazy how it's... Uh, I take bits and pieces from different stages of my life. I hear my calling, heart pounding on my chest. Wish I could bring back X, hit his DM. Think about the last time I see him. This shit making me sad now. Hold on, hold on. When you write your honest feelings, that tends to get through to a lot of people, straight to the heart. I'll be teaching you how to find your inspiration and how to develop your point of view. You need to fall in love with words. You need to fall in love with the way you sound. Big Nas, old money, new money. Rap money, tech money, flex money. What's next? You funny. Me, myself, I'm the illest alive. Marzan, one of the greatest rappers of all time, Nasia Jones, Nasty Nas Esco. We are um, breaking down his lyrics, uh, which he actually did uh, for, excuse me, Masterclass. And I was able to catch it on YouTube before they took it down. Eventually, I'm going to start subscribing to Masterclass. to sit back and watch it, watch his process. I think in the beginning, like just looking at most hip hop artists, they would sit down and they would take the pen to pad, listen to the beat, or just write the rhyme, and then maybe take one of the you know your book of rhymes and say, "I got something for that beat." That was like the early stages, like from the beginning, I would say until about Big. Now, Big was known for like writing because Method Man um, said it on his Strength Champs that, you know, he did the what, that they you know, they wrote that. But now I said when he was going to do a track with Big, Big had, damn, it feel good to see people up on it. Flipped two keys in two weeks and didn't flaunt it. My brain is haunted with mean dreams. And he said he just had that in his head. He wrote it in his head. To get richer than Richie, niggas want to hit me if they hit me. Dress my body in linen by Armani. My lyrical car jack makes your plane collapse. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can imagine, you know, just being Nas the writer and being high and just sitting there like, oh, no, I ain't got nothing for that. So now I said he, they didn't get the track done. That was the first of his kind. And then Jay, I think Biggie after the first album, he probably did right, but he got so good with his process. This is just like the evolution of how artists started just being real creative. You know, I think by the time Jay was doing like a lot of stuff for, Junior Mafia writing stuff, helping Kim write stuff, and the group write stuff. His pen just got potent where he could just, like, write a rhyme in his head. And uh, Jay was like that. And then you had Lil Wayne became like that. So I say all that to say that when I watched the master class on this Big Nas, which is one of my favorite tracks that he's done in the last three years with the Hit Boy collabos, to see the process and just basically Nas is like doing this freestyle off his head, but he's writing it, you know, and hit points throwing him ideas and he's just writing it in his head, memorizing it and going back to it. It was genius. I said, so this guy didn't even write anything down for this song. Like when I heard the song, I was like, this is amazing. I was like, hit boy. Hip Boy is amazing. I think he's a top five producer, hip-hop producer of all time. Uh, I think when you look at somebody like or Dre, Dre probably has more of a signature sound. You look at Premier, he's got that gang star, that 90s boom bap, you know. The classics with Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, you know. Look at somebody like the Easy Moby, he had a, like a melodic 90s thing. But like Dr. Dre, Premier, RZA, 
those guys was just like top notch. Like when you heard their beats, it was like, ooh, it's crazy. Um, and then Kanye, who had the sound that didn't always have a baseline bump, but he had just just crazy sample, crazy ear. I think, you know, you got Havoc, DJ Quick, just off the top of my head, those those guys was, you know, organized noise, DJ Trump, Justice League, and then you got a bunch of the new guys, um, Alchemists and stuff like that, but like just the top notch guys, you just say like Dre, Kanye, Premier, DJ Quick, you know, Kanye, you know, those are the guys right there, right? But when it comes to hip boy, he doesn't like have like a sound. And the sound he does for Dom Kennedy, the sound that he does for Big Hit, his dad, what he gives Nas, you know, what he gives other artists, like even Watch the Throne, nothing sound the same. He can, Beyonce has stuff from him, Travis Scott, and he's just like, this man, I can't, I don't know if I can make out a. Uh, Hit Boy production. I mean, until they tell me it's Hit Boy. And then so to see that, that Hit Boy did this beat, I'm just like, what is this? And then watch the genius of Nas being in the studio and just writing this. And if you can get that chance to find that masterclass on YouTube, I've been looking for it. I can't find it. I found some clips, but I was lucky enough to see the whole thing probably before they took it down. That is amazing. You know, one little Wayne, Nas, you know, just to be able to just go in the studio and just rhyme the way they do. And I mean, it's others, it's, you know, Black Thought, Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Just talking about the guys that are alive, AZ, T.I., Andre 3000, just writers, Scarface, Cute, you know, just guys that can really write, you know, who are lyricists, but also can tell a story, paint a picture. But just to be able to not write it down and see a recording process, it was amazing. So this is the bar exam. I'm a little rusty on doing these. And uh, this is one of my favorite rappers. I got a few, but this is one of them. And so I'm going to try to get this some justice. Sit back and relax and enjoy it. Point that as I grow, the music reflects that. Great poetry always needs to be reread. You don't have to get it the first time around. And the way you rap, you know, one could never take it all in. Right. I wonder if we could look closely at some lines from It Ain't Hard to Tell. Um, and I'm wondering if you would just read it for us. This rhythmatic explosion is what your frame of mind has chosen. Leave your brain stimulated. Niggas is frozen. Speak with criminal slang. Begin like a Viathan. End like Leviathan. As deep will let me try again. Wisdom be leaking out my grapefruit troop. Now, let me explain that line. Please. Wisdom be leaking <laughs> out my grapefruit troop. So, troop is just what you call each other, right? Troop. Right. Hey, what's like up, my troop? Gang, my yeah, group. my guys. Uh, grapefruit is this thing, your, your noodle, your, your <laughs> noggin, your whatever. So that's just another word. So wisdom is leaking out of it as I'm as I'm doing this word. You know, trying to I'm trying to sound cool. You know, and, and, and you know, with just other words for my. And grapefruit. that's one of the ways your pen is extreme. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to dominate break loops? That's that's the beat, that's right? The that's the beat. So explain that's that the beat. if you would. Well, break loops are when someone takes. Um, a piece of a record usually is the break, the breakdown part. It's a part. It's a piece in every record where there's just drums. So they made records out of those things. They looped that part. Break loop is just another way of saying it because it's loop. You're looping right, one piece. So I dominate break loops. It occurs to me that to say you dominate break loops is also a way of saying there's this underlying formal given. Right? There's the break loop, yeah. there's the thing somebody else made. And yeah. any poet, you know, all poets are inherit forms. 
Right. You know, they're given to them, and they have to kind of learn to make them their own. The, mm -hmm. You know, English poets will use iambic pentameter, or, you know, there's just forms we use throughout the centuries. And I hear you saying, give me this form, and I will dominate it. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Given Mike's menstrual cycles, are those cycles in any way metaphorically related to the loops? Now it is. Now it is. Since you said it. That's but, well. But I didn't think of that. Well, that's what poetry does, right? This is about things that, that go in cycles, mm -hmm. mastering, mastering pattern. Mm -hmm. Then we go on to streets disciple, which is, these are important words for you. Before there was rap music, there was this this different way of using the English language. You know, there's certain neighborhoods spin the words around a lot different than others. Italians say different things. Irish say different things. Jamaicans, forget about it. They got right. a whole different way of, of spinning words around. Um, well, that's spinning words as though they're, it's a record. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, everything is rhythm. I think everything's always moving everything. The world's always rotating, nothing is still. So, you know, I talk from that point of view, that uh, that that language around uh, my neighborhood that everybody uses, you know? And I don't even recognize an outside world, mm -hmm. especially back then. When I say speak with criminal slang, that's really a nice way of um, describing the language around me. Mm -hmm. The slang is not all criminal slang. All slang is not criminal slang, but criminal slang is like a step further, right? So I, I feel like slang is I'm chilling, I'm cool, you know? Criminal slang is when you, it's almost coded. It's almost so that you talk in ways where people don't know what you're talking about and um, I, there's something dark and something mysterious or something um, dangerous about that and I'm, I'm explaining myself to the listener. You know, I'm like, this is the first time anybody's gonna hear me. It's my first album. And I'm explaining to you who, how I see myself, how I want you to see me. I'm a disciple of the streets. Like this is, the streets is my world, it's everything. And I'm from it. I'm of it. I love it. Man reproduces himself through his child. So when he leave here, he gets your spell. But I see people stay here a while. Make me buy a top chair somewhere. Rock bump where beast chair. Write a book each year. You can write yourself out of your blessings. Wreck your limb on the first day just by driving too reckless. Time is too precious. Need some obvious lessons. Place my mommy to watch my step while I balance on edges. Ski on the slopes of life. Slide down the ab at night. Watching the graphic graffiti on walls. That's the sight. Cars from Germany. I'll be pushing the fastest type. Okay. I mean, just that's a lot of bar work right there. Um, a man reproduces himself through his child. So when he leaves, he, when he leaves, let's say, let me, I'm not, I'm not reading right. A man reproduces himself through his child. So when he leaves here, he can just smile. But I see I'm fit to stay here a while, maybe buy a timeshare somewhere. Rock bum wear, beast chair, write a book each year. According to hip hop, you know, you guys should tap into that podcast, a rap round table. I'll be trying to put y'all on all these podcasts I'll be listening to. Um, Nas's perspective is what makes him the GOAT. Yes, he is a lyricist. When he needs to write, Nas can do it all. He can be a lyricist. He can give you um, stories. He can give you, you know, thought-provoking songs, punchlines, lyricists. He can rap if he just needs to be just on some rapping stuff, you know. But it's his perspective that makes him the goat. That's what made Pac one of the goats. It's his perspective. Shout out, shout out to Coop from According to Hip Hop. It's Nas' perspective. And when he says a man reproduces himself through his child, so when he leaves, he can just smile. I was at the crib back in Detroit. 
walking through we're walking through Myers out there on Woodward and Eight Mile. My dad goes there all the time. It's a grocery store. So my dad's eighty one years old. So you know I'm spending time with my pops. And a woman older than me but younger than my dad sees us in the in the grocery store. And I can't forget what the thing was going on, but she was telling us something about, you know, to get the baskets and stuff. And, you know, don't go through the wrong door. That's what it was. Don't go through the wrong door. I was like, oh, I would never go through that door, you know, talking talking to her. But I said, now that I know that's the wrong door to go through, I'm going to go through that door next time. She said, oh, don't you do that. You know, we just going back and forth, shooting the shit, laughing. My dad's laughing, you know, and she goes up to my dad. She's like, I see your dad in here all the time. It's your son. He's like, yeah, this is my son. And she says humbly to me, to my dad, you got a handsome son. You know, that was nice to hear, right? And I seen my dad's sense of pride. So that line, a man reproduces himself through his child. So when he leaves here, he can just smile. You know, that's that's the whole part of leaving a legacy, right? But my dad's 81, so he's going to be here for a while. You know, and you think when you get older, maybe I'll just... My dad sit at home sometimes. I think he bored. Widow, my mom passed away. 2017, Jackie O, God bless her soul. Me being 45 years old, I'd be like, damn, maybe I'll just buy a timeshare somewhere, you know, just sit in the beach, go to Martha's Vineyard, sit at Hamptons, go go to Miami, go go out the country. You know, talking to a friend of mine who's in Colombia, trying to convince me to move out to Colombia, you know, and I'm thinking about those things, you know, like how I'm going to age, you know. And, you know, I'm like thinking about no, my legacy, you know, these podcasts will live forever. You know, the website, writing hip-hop reviews so people can see my writing, they'll live forever. Now it's his art. But I'm like, damn, I want to write a book. I want to write a few books. I want to write children books. This is just me projecting on what Nas is saying. But then he follows it up. He said, rock bumware, beast chair, write a book each year. Right? But yet, you can write yourself out your blessing. Wreck your Lambo the first day just by driving too reckless. Time is too precious. These are obvious lessons. Please remind me to watch my step while I balance on edges. Like, just projecting on me, like, having multiple sclerosis. You know, we we got balance issues. I've been in the car driving, you know, Smoked a little too much, drank a little too much when I was younger. You know, just like trying not to lose myself being reckless because life is precious. You get older now, you take Uber. You know, just have, you know when to say when. But when you're younger, these perspectives, Nas' perspective and how he connects the lines. Like, Again, just a man reproduces himself through his child. So when he leaves here, he can just smile. But I see I'm going to stay here a while, buy a timeshare somewhere, rock bumware, beast chair, write a book each year, connecting it. You can write yourself out of your blessing. Wrecking Lambo the first day just by driving too reckless. Time is too precious. These are some obvious lessons. Please remind me to watch my step while I balance on edges. You know, like... I'd be running up up, uh, Stone Mountain or running around Central Park or Palmer Park in Detroit. Now, sometimes I trip over myself a little bit. You know, I'd be, now I don't be like when I was younger. You know, you have one too many. I'm older now. I'd be like, that's enough. Got to drive home or got to, you know, be on point. Those rhymes right there, that's 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 dope. I love that. That's why I love listening to him 
and just the way he writes and to know that this was just kind of off the cuff him writing it in his brain kind of like a freestyle going back and forth with hit boy that's a bar breakdown that's the bar exam we're gonna keep going forward and just look at some other bars in here fell in love with music before i was born i always think when uh, when i was at my mom's stomach you know, I feel like I've been hearing it, you know. So I've been born loving it. Queensbridge is home is um, what raised me. Great neighborhood, great history, music, people, sports. Came to Queensbridge and grew up there, brought kids up there. My home where I grew up. I still have my head up high represented, though, no question. My approach to music changed over time because music has changed over time. The ways of making it change from analog to digital to being able to record an album on your cell phone now, it's different now. I push myself um, to, to do my best all the time, but then I realized there are times when I thought I was pushing myself when I was really being lazy. I'm at my worst when I don't care, you know, when I just don't want to be bothered, when I'm just happy um, being at home and not really in a mood to work and then usually I get a call by a great artist to do a feature and it winds up not happening because I can't write and I, the stuff I write and it don't come out right. You know, when, I'm, when I get my real, real at home vibe, don't ask me to make records. <laughs> I feel most inspired after I've heard like some great records, listening to some people's albums, seeing new stuff happen, new artists come about. I want them to experience hip-hop music from a dude who's been in it for a long time and can still impact the masses because the people are still interested. But I think they can hear my passion, and that's what keeps me going. I'm balanced on edge of skill on the slopes of life. Slide down the avid night. Watching the graphic graffiti on walls. That's the sight. Cause from Germany. I be pushing the fastest type. Look at the real estate, brother. I need to ask your price. Imagine another rapper making me press fire. I got more styles and more flows, plus I'm much fly. I got more heights to reach, but I'm already higher. I'm already on to the next thing. Peace and bless, King. Peace and bless, King. Big Nas, old money, new money. Rap money, tech money, flex money. What's next? You funny. Me, myself, I'm the illest alive. I can do a whole album on how we feel to survive. My daughter's a businesswoman. I'm so proud of her. My son, he's almost 12, and he's so knowledgeable. New music, new content, new programming. I ran again it. Got my hands in everything like kids with bad manners. Save the high school. Yeah, so that's him just in his bag. That's the perspective that you know, Esco got uh, it's the perspective as he eloquently says, he says, uh, please remind me to watch my steps while I balance on edges. Then he follows it up. Ski on the slopes of life, slide down the ab at night. So the parallel of trying to balance himself on the edges is like life is like being on skis, going down the hill, the slopes, but it's like when you're on the block on the avenues, you know, you got to watch the streets you on, where you hang out. Our beloved brother Nipsey popped recently with the whole uh, thing that came down with the investigation of the, the alleged um, killer, um, Keefe D. You know, you get into a fight at a casino. You're driving down Flamingo and Colval in Vegas. I drove down that street. Man, somebody drive me down on the way to the airport. I've done it twice. Erie, when you're at that little Shell gas station, it's on the left. And you're thinking, damn. When he turned, he seen, oh boy, he put the gun out the window to eat think Like, damn, these niggas was going to come back and Kill Me is like the scene for Menace to Society, right? That's what I take from it, you know, just trying to watch a step and balance on on the edges. 
It's the ski of slopes of life. Sliding down the Ave at night. You know, but while he's riding down the Ave, he's watching the graffiti on the walls. That's a sight. But he in his car from Germany. He pushing the fastest type. You know, he looking into real estate. He need to ask him price. You know, that's a, that's a lot to put in, like, one, two, three, four bars there, four lines. You know, but, you know, that's why I like, you know, driving to Pac, Biggie, Nas, Jeezy. Because it's the perspective. And it's good lessons, you know, you're listening to it, you know. I'm, I'm just out here in New York. I don't know these streets, but I'm familiar with my surroundings and stuff like that. I just want to go home back. You know, the biggest blessing is coming back home every day, whether you're just going to the grocery store. Coming home every night or every even just throughout the day, it's a blessing because anything can happen. It don't even got to be on those street stuff. You know, I was at a bar around the corner talking to a little cutie, whatever. She worked there, a little hostess. We got the vibe and when she got off work, she came kicked it with me at the bar and went outside later. But anyway, so dude at the corner of the bar, I may have told the story already, dude at the corner of the bar, big dude, I seen him in there. So early in the summer, probably like August. And, you know, he up in there, I see him, he ain't really conversing with anybody, but, you know, I'm just, like, I'm always observant. You know, trying to watch my steps as I pallet on the edges, the skis a slope of life, you know, so I'm just peeping everything out. Shorty says she got to go to the bathroom to watch her drink. She put a little napkin over it. So I bet, uh, you know, so I'm chilling and I see her coming out. So I stand up, whatever. The old boy said, can I get past you? I said, yeah, for sure, big dog. He was like, then move the fuck out the way then. And the whole bar just kind of looked. And I kind of just stood up and smiled, but I didn't see him look back. I wasn't on no tough guy stuff. I was just not like really trying to understand, like, what's what's this problem, right? And, uh, oh, girl, she heard him. She like, what's going on? I was like, nothing. I pulled the chair out for her, slid it, slid her uh, back in her seat, sat down. She like, what happened? I was like, oh, nothing. I don't know. So some dude just doing some hating stuff, I guess. And so one of the bartenders said, you handled that so well, why you didn't react? And I said, I don't know, well, maybe five, 10 years ago, maybe I perhaps may have said something. I've never really been no tough guy, but just wasn't that serious. I got this beautiful sister, you know, that worked there talking to me. I'm enjoying the conversation. It's a beautiful day. He has like a personal problem. Yeah, can I take it there? Yeah, I can take it there. Is it worth it? He said something to me. The hood dude would tell you like, man, you can't let nobody punk you out like that. But he didn't because he didn't look back at me. He he said it and then kind of just walked by me. He ain't turned around because if he'd have meant it, he'd have turned around like, yeah, ninja. You know what I'm saying? Then I would have felt like a threat. I don't know how I'd have responded to that. Um... Cause I got a corporate job <laughs> working tech, like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta like balance yourself on the edges, the skis and slope of life. You know, that's what that bar really kind of, I have, that's how I inhale it. Everybody else gonna have a different interpretation with these bars, but you know, you sliding down the Ave at night and the graffiti could be the beautiful woman or the ambiance of the restaurant. You know, but you just have to, you know, you got to, you got to make sure you stay on point. Just want to get home. There's so many obstacles, stuff happening in Palestine and Israel. 
you imagine those people thought they were going to go home. People that were in the, the towers of 9-11, they thought they were going to go home. Pac that night, he thought he was going to 662. Nipsey was just going to swing by the spot and get some, um, some gear for his partner that just came home. So I just try to balance myself. And he says, you know, watching the graffiti on on the walls, that's a sight. Cars from Germany. I'll be pushing the fastest type. What does that bar mean? Like he in the bins. That that's what I take it. Cars from Germany. Or some people say a Nazi sled. I'm pushing the fastest type. Look into real estate, brother. I need to ask in price. Like, I be on realtor.com looking at places in Houston and Vegas and Miami, Atlanta, Detroit. Like, thinking about, like, where do I want to live at? Like, where do I want to buy property? You know, you know, just looking at the market in the morning, trying to see what the rates are, what inflation is. You know, that's why, you know, this is grown man rap. Tupac rapped about the struggles in America, and he was uh, somewhat of a revolutionary. And rap music, we never saw that. I don't think in all music we've seen anything like that. What's next? You funny me myself. I'm the illest alive. I can do a whole album on how we feel to survive. My daughter's a business woman. I'm so proud of her. My son, he's almost 12, and he's so knowledgeable. New music, new content, new programming. I ran again it. Got my hands in everything like kids with bad manners. Say the high school banter. At night school, you study my life looking for answers. I hear my calling heart pounding out my chest. Wish I could bring back X. God bless. I don't practice. I don't remember my lies. I'm just scared so I don't get fined. I'm athletic with poetics. These are alpha male alphabetics. Never touch the Rolling Stone cover, but I don't sweat it. Imagine another rapper making me press fire. I got more styles and more flows, but I'm much fly. I got more heights to reach, but I'm already higher. I'm already on to the next day. Peace and bless, King. Peace and bless, King. That beat sounds so beautiful. Let's break down these bars. That he a lot to unpack there. He says, imagine another rapper making me perspire. I got more styles and more flows, plus I'm much flyer. I got more heights to reach, but I'm already higher. I'm already on to the next thing. Uh, peace and bless, King. Yeah. You know, that, you know, you just put yourself like, you know, just like out here, man, woman, or child, just out here. You know, trying to attain your goals, whether you're on top or you're trying to rebuild yourself. And that's the perspective. You know, imagine somebody trying to outwork you. You know, it's like Kobe say, you know, the Mamba mentality. You know, go out here and work hard. You know, no one's going to outwork you. But Will Smith say, I'm going to I'm going to die on the treadmill. You're going to quit before me. And he's just saying, I got more styles and more flows. He's been rhyming since he was, since 1992, since live at the barbecue. It's 2023. And so he just, that's just like hip hop competitive flex. You know, like I can, I can do any style. I got more flows. Plus I'm flyer. And it's more heights to reach, but I'm already higher. Like, like I've been, I've been progressing in this game. I kind of look at it like when I was back home in the city, Detroit, in 2011, I got fired. This company, this tech company, and I was like, all right, let's move to Atlanta. I had been talking about it since I was in high school in the 90s, mid-90s, mid-late 90s, and things just come full circle. So I knew I had put in the work in my career to make that step. So, you know, a year and a half later, you know, I get down to the A, 
um, <clears throat> had some ups and downs, but when I look back at it from today, and I have to remind myself, I didn't give myself my flowers. I didn't celebrate my championships, my wins, because I'm all the things I prayed for, I got. But I never took the time to cherish the new heights that I have reached. Um, and you know, and I'm you know I'm here in New York, and I'm on to the next thing. You know, it's kind of like peace and bless kings. You know, I've been trying to tell my guys. Like, yo, we got to level up. We got to go on to the next thing. You know, what's next? Are we just going to just be on the block? Or we can always come back to the block. But it's more, we got to buy real estate. We got to buy life insurance. We got to set up legacy, generational health and wellness for our children, our family. So we got to be constantly... What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? You know, <clears throat> and I, I admit to myself sometimes I can be lazy because I get tired of, you know, you get a little tired. Sometimes you get complacent, you know, you start making money, touching real money and you feel like you made it. And in the back of your mind, you know, you it's new levels, new levels, new devils. But, you know, he says, big knives, old money, new money, rap money, tech money, flex money. What's next? You funny. Me, myself, I'm the illest alive. I can do a whole album, how it feels to survive. So how I take those bars. Like, you got old money. He been in this game for 30 years, 27 summers, he said. Plus, he got new money from rap or new money from whatever ventures he's in you know so I'm trying to set myself up today to have my regular job my YouTube money my podcast my money my advertising dollars from my web um, searches uh, real estate money book money you know, and just trying to get those seven seven streams of income passively so, you know, I can travel and enjoy life and eat at the good restaurants. So, you know, new money, rap money, tech money, you know, money and tech, Bitcoin, it's the future, right? That's what they say. You know, you want to have that flex money. What's next? Dudes be talking the same stuff. Talking about they going to the club and chase some soft legs. Like, dude, like, we too old for that. We got to be constantly evolving. We can do that. But let's do that. Turks and Caicos. Let's do that, you know, down in the Caymans. Let's go to Italy. Let's go somewhere. Let's go to Ghana. Let's, let's, let's go see something different. Let's see something new. You funny. You know? And just this whole process of just saying he's been through so much in life that he can do a whole album, How to Survive, because he survived it. You know, big knives, old money, new money, rap money, tech money, flex money, what's next? You funny. Me, myself, I'm the illest alive, all the triumph and the down turns of life. And I can hold, do a whole album, How to Feel Survives, you know? Then he shouts out his kids. My daughter's a businesswoman. I'm so proud of her. My son is almost 12 and he's so knowledgeable. New music, new content, new programming, new podcast, new content, new programming. <laughs> Let me say that again. New podcast, new content, new programming. I run a gamut. I got my hands in everything like kids with bad manners. Save the high school banter. Stay out. Back in the day, remember back in the day we used to do this. Remember, nah, that's that's, that's we don't want to hear that. We we let's we we on to the next thing. We leveling up. You know, Nas has got his work studied at Knights, you know, Harvard. 
You know what he said? You, at night school, you studied my life looking for answers. I hear my call and heart pounding out my chest. Anxiety of life, you know. You know, thinking about your mans. I wish I could bring back X. God best. You know, shout out to my girl, Brandy. I miss you. R.I.P. My man, Jay Smythe. My mom, Jackie O. My Uncle Depot. Wish I could bring all y'all back. You know, and like, you know, play on, you know, the boy out the bay, Marshawn Lynch. I don't practice. I don't remember my lines. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Basically saying, you know, if he saw the master class, he just out here just spitting off the top. I don't practice. I don't remember my lines. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm an athletics with poetics, meaning like, yeah, this is athletics. You know, he out here, LeBron, Kobe, Jordan in it with poetics. These are alpha male alphabetics. Never touched a Rolling Stone cover, but I never sweated. How he's never been on the cover of Rolling Stone? Who knows? But he's just saying, imagine another rapper making me perspire, going back to that. I got more styles, more flows, plus I'm already flyer. I got more heights to reach, but I'm already higher. I'm already on to the next thing. Peace and bless, king or queen. Yeah, you know, this is... This is the, this is tight, right? This is airtight. This is what the perspective of pot can make you feel it emotionally. It can touch your chest. You know, touch your heart, make you think deep, and you know, touch your emotions. Just easy without thinking too much. That just make you feel it. Now it's gonna make you think. Like damn. Inspire you. Jay make you want to get out there and go hustle. Get to the paper, Jeezy, whatever, your God, you know. But it's now it's perspective. It's his perspective and it's the way he writes his bars and the way he's able to connect his lyrics and his words to the next thing. You know, it's the genius, you know, this MC2000 and Esco. And this is the bar exam. Peace and bless, king or queen. Good meeting you. I'm Michelle G, the CEO of Ebony, and it's my honor to, you know, be the head of this amazing legacy brand, right? Iconic, 75 years. We lost a year, so we're still saying 75. Um, nice meeting you, Michelle, yeah. and thank you for having me. I'm honored. Thank you, thank you. Black grown, black owned, black women is the backbone. I love that line. So tell me, what's been your backbone from 1994 in your first album, Illmatic, to 2021 with King's Disease? What has held you up this time? Coming from being a fan of rap music in the 80s, when I got my turn, I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Like in 90, the early 90s, I got my turn. I wanted to kind of like do my job, at least be accepted into rap. And once I got accepted, I wanted to represent that. It's something that I, I really value, the music, the art form, the culture. I really value it and I needed to represent. So from the 90s to to now, if I'm gonna do it, I gotta do it, I have my best. Yeah, hey, listen, you've done that, you've done that. <laughs> you've had longevity that transcends generations, right? Amazing music, but what's really intriguing to me is your fascination, your investment into tech with Ring and the sell of that. So tell me, what was that journey? What's that like? If there are some young kids that love music, but you want to inspire them to be more than that and do more than that, talk to me about your tech journey. I would advise anyone who gets into uh, whatever you get into in your career to really place yourself around the people that are into what you're thinking about, to learn from them, to, to uh, be at the hot spots that they're at where these things are happening, where these new startups are happening. I watch what I think is coming up and I try to get a meeting. Listen, and sometimes they try to get a meeting with me. Last yeah. question, you ended your song, right? 27 Summers, 
with more black CEOs. And yeah. we know they're so lacking. I walked the hallways many years. I was, I tell the story, I was terminated from my last job. You know, we were in a, a time of COVID and I said that that, right after I got fired, then I got COVID. But it really gave me an opportunity to reconnect with God. It gave me an opportunity to walk with patience, to wait for the right opportunity. So what is the blessing? Because we know there's been so much tragedy. What was the blessing of this, of this time in, in history? Personally, for me, is I got a chance to sit down because, you know, the schedule before the pandemic was everything, every day. You never get a chance to sit down and really think about what you want to do next. It made me sit down and, and really work on music. I, I hadn't worked on music that much in a while, so I sat down and worked on music. It turned out to be a great success for me with two albums now. It made me care more about recording, so I got with this producer, who's my brother now, Hit Boy, and we made records. And thank God, because I was bored. <laughs> I was bored. I was like, yo, what's going on? It made me think about family more. It made me think about my relationships with everybody in my life. Thank you for today. Thank Thanks. you for giving us the time. Thank you for sharing a piece of yourself. We're excited to launch this. You know, we're going to try and keep it a secret uh, until the launch. But thank you for this. And we wishing you and praying for every type of success that God can give you. So thank you. I'm here so I won't get fined. 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 I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hey, you better make more with your time. You only got three more minutes. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm here so I won't get fined, boss. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Anybody, don't even listen to me. You already know what you need to do. It's in you, it's talking to you all the time. You downplay it because you think you're not experienced or you, you know you're not experienced so you're scared to listen to yourself, but you know you, your soul knows you, and that's what you're listening to in your head. Trust it, trust your gut, go with your first instincts. You can't lose. Words are life, speak things into existence and create your universe, protect yourself with your words, the universe is listening. It's your world. Do the right thing with it.